0: Welcome to the Amateur Milf Society, a podcast about the highs and lows of mothering in the modern age. We're your hosts, Rosie and Sinead, and we are just trying. Just trying. Join us on a journey from positive pregnancy test through to school and beyond as we try to entangle all those complicated thoughts and feelings that come when you decide to push a baby out of your vagina. Other birthing methods are available. We are average, non famous mums who live average, non famous lives. Although, if we get famous, we're not complaining. And I'm going to commission the North Face, right? Uh huh. I'm going to commission the North Face to create a really special kind of tent. Yeah. That if we put Suella Brotherman in it, it'll set her on fire. She can't get out. <laughs> what do you reckon?
1: Yeah, that woman is pure evil. She's evil, isn't she? Yeah. Like, I thought Pretty Patel was bad, and Pretty Patel is evil. Yeah. But Suella, Bra- Suella Braverman is worse. I she, she is literally evil
0: incarnate. Do you think th- that that somehow Margaret Thatcher has like she she's possessed Priti Patel and then gone? You're not evil enough. Yeah. And now she's possessing Suella Braverman.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And um, something like not, not even just Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher
0: and the actual devil himself. Yeah, they've got they've they've got married. That checks, right? Yeah. Margaret Thatcher marries the devil and spawns Suella Braverman. Yeah, she's disgusting. I don't know how she goes to sleep at night. I really, really don't. Um, do you want to just um, tell the listeners if they don't know why we're talking about tents?
1: Um, so Suella Braverman, uh, in talking about homelessness, uh, said that of course we want to su- support genuine homeless people like I mean, what, the, where are you who are you to judge who is genuinely homeless the fact she had not? to say
0: genuinely homeless like, like you choose
1: to I'm, I'm just doing it for a laugh i just fake homeless people no not interested in them but she said that some people are making a read the air quotes <laughs> making a lifestyle choice oh, to God. live in tents but it's okay when you're camping out on the streets of London in a tent because you want to watch someone put a gold hat on a man with sausage fingers. I know it's fucking
0: disgusting. So are they? Th- didn't she say that they're going to try and get rid of tents, essentially? Yeah, and also
1: the- uh, fine homelessness charities for giving tents out to
0: unhoused people. Yeah. Oh, that was it. That's that. What really got me because I was like, how fucking dare you? Um, just for anyone listening who's enraged like we are, um, Joe Lycett, the comedian, has put up a thing. Um, he's he's kind of zoned in on that lifestyle choice quote mm-hmm. and he he's very rightly said that lifestyle choices are things like what potpourri you have in your house yeah and so he's posted a picture of potpourri and he's like let's see if we can get like five hundred thousand pounds
1: i think um, when i looked this
0: morning he'd raised like nearly 13 grand yeah so if you can all if you've got donate to that a few quid then go and donate to it's that. going to a reputable um homeless charity
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and you know let's let's uh hit Swilla Bravo Memorial Hurts. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine, this would be such a good p- publicity stunt, right? North Face have created this amazing tent and we somehow get her at this kind of like corporate do. And as a joke, they're like, what do you get in the tent, Swilla? Go on. And then she's like, oh, go on, then I'll pretend to be homeless because it's a lifestyle choice. She gets in. And then she They zip it out. up. <laughs> Everyone fucks off. <laughs> hey, guys. Guys. Let Russell, Russell, out. Russell. Let me out. Got the, the zip. The zip point, I can't get out of the tent. And then she's she's got nothing on her apart from her little talons. And she can't because the because it's the talon proof the integrity of the tent is so strong that she can't even talon her way out of the tent and then she just rocks. Yeah, she is that would be really funny, wouldn't it? it would be really, really
1: funny. She's just disgusting. Especially um because I work uh, with a lot of people that are either homeless or at risk of becoming homeless. Um Well, you can tell us firsthand, Sinead. Are they making lifestyle choices? They are not making lifestyle choices. In fact, quite a lot of the time, they are threatened with homelessness because of the greed of a landlord. Oh, interesting
0: that. How interesting. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, let's not get too political, Sinead, because we're, you know, I know we're hot chicks that talk politics, but that's not just what this podcast is about. No, it's not. Um, This podcast (coughs) is also about me and you. So, what's your week in a sentence? My week in a sentence
1: is: it's funny how things can change in the space of twenty-four hours. That is funny. That yeah. Uh, My week in one sentence. No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Expand. So on Tuesday this week, I dropped Darcy off to school, and I got pulled by her head teacher on the way on the way out of the school, and she said, "Oh, I just," and I thought, "Fucking hell, here we go." What's she gonna say that Darcy's done? But she was just like, I just wanted to stop you, and tell you that your little girl is an absolute credit to you. She's so sweet. She's so kind. She's always got a big smile on her face. It's she's the head teacher. She's very respectful. Oh. When when I have when I have parent prospective parents in to look around the school, yeah. Darcy is always the first one to speak to them and be like, send your children to this school. Ah, oh, that's adorable. Uh, so I was like, oh, I was, I was so proud of her. I was like, mm, when is she going to get wages from the school's marketing budget, though? Yeah. Um, and then the next day, I pick her up from school, and her class teacher, Miss Mystery, beckons me. And I was like, oh, oh God. No. And she was just like, today I've had to have strong words with Darcy. Yeah. And I was like, why? She was like, because Darcy doesn't seem to be able to sit nicely on her bottom. I was like, yeah I fucking know that because every time I get her to sit down she's performing parkour. Yeah you don't need to tell me that's why. And she's like and she's always shouting out in class. But we love her enthusiasm, but we need to just
0: dial it back a little bit. Um at this point, you know, what I'm gonna say is um who uh has more authority out of those two women? <laughs> head teacher pal. Yeah. I'd take the head teacher's quote. Yeah I'm gonna take the head teacher's quote Um, But
1: yeah, Yeah. if anyone's got any tips on how to get your five-year-old daughter to sit
0: still. Um, I would like to say at this point that um, the the kind of turnaround in Darcy's behaviour definitely checks for me because on Saturday I was doing a market. Mm -hmm. and uh, you popped in with Darcy and um, she spent most of the time just um, smashing me in the back (laughs) so and oh smashing smashing me in the back whilst trying to steal all my badges yeah so yeah I uh, yeah I agree with her teacher (laughs) (laughs) but no you're right like I have the same problem with Ramona the switch in behaviour is insane like you have one day where you're like my child is such a what a great kid yeah I'm doing doing such a good good job." job and then you'll get like Yet, like yesterday I can't remember what we asked her to do it's Dave mainly Dave's getting so sick of Ramona because she just won't <laughs> listen to him she just point blank refuses to listen to him ignores him completely but he asked her to do something and he, she just was like no I'm not going to listen to you I was like you little bitch <laughs> um, uh, but yeah it's that that like change in behaviour from one day to the next is really normal I think first oh, yeah. of all it's giving you whiplash yeah it is. I mean, it's like, like watching a tennis match. It's I like it? wake
1: up every day and I'm like, am I gonna have the nice
0: Darcy or I'm gonna, am yeah. I gonna have dark
1: yeah. Darcy? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It is, and it's like a tennis match. But it's like you're you're playing against your child, and it's like 15 love, and then it's 15 all because you did a good thing. Or do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh, it's it is hard. Um, I think all of our five year olds are being really angry this week. It seems like they're all in quite.
1: Yeah. do cross. Mood. Yeah. Cross,
0: really cross about stuff. Yeah.
1: For no fucking reason, No either. reason. Yeah. No she went for reason. like a two hour walk the other night to just be given sweets by strangers. Yeah. Why are you
0: so angry? Uh, you this is the one day in the year when you're literally allowed to terrorise your neighbours and they give you sweets. What's your problem? What have you got to be angry about? Sorry, what about? You want more sweets? Wait Jesus. till you get a job. <laughs> um my week in one sentence is what is bladder control? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're about to tell me about th- that you've pissed yourself. Um I'm not like I'm not like actually pissing my- well, I guess I sort of am a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I I've just like it's just happened in the last sort of 6 months. I've just noticed like my capabilities of being able to like hold it in are so bad. So every morning I have a coffee and then two weetabix. Drowned in milk Like fucking drowned um, And then I immediately take the dog for like an hour Hour and 15 minute walk mm-hmm. And so the last 15 minutes are like uh, Like I need a wee And then I don't know if your bladder does this thing Where you get to like the bottom of your road And your bladder goes Well I mean we're basically there <laughs> And you have to be like You have to consciously go No no no, no I'm not actually sitting on the toilet yet so Yeah don't, you have to don't, wait Please wait And then you get to the door and your bladder goes, no, no, we're, we're there. We're there. And I'm like literally having to run to the toilet to go for a wee. Yeah. And like, I've not actually pissed myself, but there's definitely been some leakages. Sorry. I'm saying it. (laughs) I'm saying it. There has been. And, um, it's just, I've just noticed it more recently. I, guess you're not noticing it because you're not fucking 30 yet. Um, But it's just quite alarming Uh, how quickly that's come on. Has not happened to me.
1: In fact, I have uh, like a bladder like a camel. Well, wait till you turn 35, pal. I thought I had the bladder of a camel. Like when we went on holiday, I needed a wee before we got on the plane. And You waited until after we got through
0: passport control. Yeah. I'm usually like that too, but I think it's when I've... It must be when I've drunk more liquid than usual, which is in, I think, the morning for me. I'm it, You know, yeah. it's a lot of milk and a lot of coffee and then it's just too much time for my bladder to handle or either that or my bladder is aware of the routine and it's going, come on, come time. on, Next come time. on, come on. And it's just, um, it's that bit when you hold the door handle and open the door. And also what happens is i'm opening the door and i'll be walking up the driveway unzipping all of my coats and jackets <laughs> ready to get on the toilet in, in some instances Sinead i've undone the buttons on my jeans as i'm walking up the drive so i have to open the door i have to get inside usually i just don't even take my coat off anymore i'm just like straight in the toilet but i'll be like i have to undo the lead on the dog take the bag off that has the poo bags and the treats in and then i have to try and deal with my undergarments <laughs> to get to the toilet But it's always like I get through the door and if both the girls are at home, it's like, mummy, mummy, can I show you my picture? You're like, wait. I'm going to piss myself. Um, So yeah, that's what I'm dealing with. But I do have to say,
1: because I have this thing where I'll kind of, my mind will register that I need to go for a wee. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And then I will just ignore it. Well, yeah, that's what I do. And then like three hours later, my mind is like, Go to the toilet now, or I'm going to piss all over whatever you're sitting on. Do you remember three hours ago when I gave you that little nod, (laughs) and you ignored me? I'm checking back in now. Um, So, but I think that a wee is so much nicer to have if you
0: really need it. Oh, it always feels amazing. Um, But because you sit down on the toilet, you're like. (sighs) (sighs) But it's not as amazing when you're like so close to like actually pissing your pants, and you're having to like cross your legs while you're undoing your jeans. Yeah, that's stressful. Yeah, that and, is quite and stressful. And I think the reason I'm bringing it up now is because it's becoming more apparent to me now. That we're in the winter months, and I'm wearing a lot more layers, and the weather's shit. So if it's like absolutely chucking it down, I, I also think I need to wee more when it's cold. Oh. Um, any scientist listeners? I'm sure there are some. <laughs> Please let us know. Let us know if that's the thing, because I yeah I not maybe it is maybe that's what it is maybe it's winter. No 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 no. It's not that you need to wee more when you're cold, it's that you're not as dehydrated. Right? Yeah. That's what it is. You've literally got more liquid in you because you're not sweating it out.
1: Oh yeah, maybe. Oh my god, I'm
0: so clever. Any women in STEM
1: listening to this podcast, uh, please do let us know. Don't need them. I'm smart enough. I worked out. (laughs) Rosie is a woman in STEM. I worked out the puzzle. Um, What are we going to talk about today? Today we're going to talk about spooky season, the autumn Halloween-y, bonfire night Ooh. vibes. Ooh. <laughs> topical. I mean, it's already been Halloween. Yes, we've just had but it, on The Halloween decorations haven't quite come down yet, so we thought we could still cover this. Topical.
0: Yeah, it seems like a good thing to do because um, we're parents and you kind of have to be... Not that you have to be in, as involved, but it's like you, you're genuinely more involved in... Halloween if you've got a child yeah, because they want to do shit. If you're yeah. an adult without a child, you don't have to check in at all, do you? You can just turn Not your really. lights out, Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's quite full on, isn't it? Yeah. I found it quite stressful this year because I didn't have time to decorate as much as I wanted to. I went to the shop, no pumpkins, so we didn't have pumpkins this year because
1: there were no pumpkins there. I know someone that couldn't get a pumpkin, so she carved a butternut squash.
0: Wow, that's dedication, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Butternut squash is a, n- notoriously the hardest thing to get through. Yeah, I defy anyone. My grandma, who's ninety-three, still makes butternut squash soup, and I'm like, "Who's cutting up your butternut squash, mate?" Yeah, your hands are definitely not struggling to do that. She can't open milk. Maybe she gets the pre-cut butternut squash. Oh no, she doesn't, because she's a cheapskate. There's absolutely no way that she's buying pre-cut butternut squash. So she like she must chop it up herself, and it must take her all day. Because if I go round, I have to open the milk for her. Honestly, maybe she's just faking it when you go round. She's like, "Mm,
1: "Can you open the milk for me?" Open the milk for me. Real in real life, she's actually in the back (gasps) garden. What? She's got a full weightlifting set. Yeah, she's a. And one of those things where you like squeeze it to strengthen your hand muscles. She does neck exercises. (laughs) Oh god. (coughs) Anyway, spooky season. Um, What did you do for Halloween? Um, Well, the weekend prior to Halloween, we went to. Friend of the Pod, yeah. Beth's Halloween party. Yeah, we need to talk about that,
0: don't we, uh, Do we? Yeah, we do. Yeah, go on. Okay, why does it feel like continue. I'm in trouble? Yeah, continue.
1: Continue. Uh, so we went to that, um, which Darcy was unenthusiastic about for the first half an hour, and then didn't want to leave.
0: So this was a Halloween party at allotments, but they're like in a they're kind of like city allotments, aren't they? Yeah. Um. So Beth and Benvy hosted a. Halloween party for the kiddos. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there because I was at a market making loads of dollars. Working for my pudding. I don't know what i working where, for my pudding. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. I've had one bite of my bitsies and I've gone mad. <laughs> um, so Dave took my girls to the party. Mm-hmm. And the reason that uh, you might, might think I'm angry at you, Sinead, is because um, I sent Dave with some flyers for our live show yeah. to give to you. I gave two out. And I said, please give these to Sinead and ask her to give them out to all the fucking mums that would be at this party that might want to come to our live show on the 3rd of December at The Big Difference in Leicester. And Sinead's response was, I'm too hungover. I was really hungover. (laughs) Can you do that with more fluttery eyelashes so that I feel better about it? I was really really hungover. Oh, darling.
1: Like, It was rough, it was touch and go for a while There, I was considering bobbing for apples just for the feeling of
0: cold water on my face But I just say at this point right she's too hungover to hand out a few flyers I'm at a market asking people to scan a QR code for free shit that I've made just so that they'll listen to this podcast and this twat over here
1: (laughs) Riddle me this Rosie (laughs) Were you out doing karaoke in an old man pub till 2am with your mum? No No, you weren't No I wasn't and then we had Case all closed. of Mum's work friends back to our house for an after party. You didn't tell me that?
0: I forgot. Oh, Jesus. All right, you are forgiven. Yeah, I was. All just, is
1: forgiven. I was deeply, deeply unwell.
0: <laughs> okay, so that happened. We've dealt with that. Um, it was a great party, though. Great party. Although, Wonderful vibes. Although Dave did tell me this. Um, Dave told me that um, they'd hidden a load of sweets in places. Now, I don't know if you saw this. But um, one of the places they'd hidden sweets was in a stinging nettle bush, <laughs> and apparently, and apparently, and I quote, quite a few children were stung. I did not,
1: I did not witness this happening, which I think is fucking hilarious. I spent most of the party lurking by the table with all the crisps on it,
0: hiding behind a tomato plant. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that sounded like fun. Um, I mean, I'm glad I didn't have to do it because I, I was in a shopping centre, sat down, which mm. was lovely. But and I then mean, on actual Halloween, we just went trick or treating around yeah. our local area. That's what we did: trick or treating in the local area, getting loads of sweets, bucket full of sweets. Um, we had a good time. What did Darcy dress up as? Well,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> she for the
1: Halloween party she was a princess witch. So she wore a princess dress and a witch hat. Very scary. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for actual Halloween, she was just a princess. She wore a crown, and wow. she pr-
0: pronounced herself the Halloween Queen. The Halloween Queen. Oh, okay. That okay. Cool. Yeah. No kind of. She didn't wear a princess dress, and then has to have like some blood on her face or anything like that. Like no, just no. pure princess. Halloween Queen. Halloween Queen. Uh, wow.
1: Because. And I don't know if it's just because I forgot to buy her a Halloween outfit. Mm-hmm. And so I've formed my opinion around this. Yeah. Or whether I actually thought this to begin with. I don't think I actually thought this to begin with. But what are Halloween costumes made of, Rosie? Um, uh, oh, uh, the, the tears of... Plastic. Plastic. Tears of, yeah,
0: the tears of plastic. Yeah, the plastic. Okay, plastic, plastic yeah. yeah. Um. I do
1: not want to fall into the trap of buying a plastic Halloween costume every year.
0: No, you don't need to do that. No, of course. For one night. No. And one night. Unless you're buying it from a car boot for 20p. No need. That's fine. No need. Um, So
1: I was just like, look in your dressing up box. Choose a thing. See what you can find. Fair. Fair enough. And I think that's the way that I'm going to approach it moving forward. If I stumble across a secondhand one for really cheap i'll get it for her and i will actually think about it more next year but i don't want to go into a shop and buy a brand new plastic thing for her to wear no. every single year and no. just like get myself into that
0: no habit you know you can use your imagination with the clothes they have anyway i think mm. ramona went as her standard she's called ramona she went as mona the vampire so she's got a bat wings so mona the vampire in it she's got bat ears wears black Sparkles on her face, she was happy.
1: Dave did great sparkles on both of the girls' faces for the Halloween party. Did they didn't look great when I got home? He specifically said to me, I did
0: this. Wow. Wow, laying it on the thick day. <laughs> um I I would argue that the ones I did on Wednesday were better, but whatever. Oh, <laughs> I, um, I also
1: had a staring competition with your youngest child. Did Lola win? Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's good at that. She doesn't fucking blink. I know she's a psychopath <laughs> she's terrifying um yeah we didn't take Lola trick-or-treating because like i haven't got time for that
1: yeah i mean we, i went trick-or-treating with uh my friend louise strongest milford lester yes uh and her three girls um one is the same age as darcy and then her middle one has just turned three and she was struggling to kick to yeah, keep up that's with the it. big girls I would have had
0: to put Lola in a push chair and I don't think she would have wanted to do that Yeah. also I would have had to hard work um, so I want to we'll talk about Halloween etiquette in a little while
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but there's two things I want to talk about the first one I'm going to say now before I forget I would like to do a shout out to my neighbours mm-hmm. um, who I'm 99% sure don't listen to this <laughs> um, so my neighbours they've got three boys and when I was out trick-or-treating, I drove sort of just up the road to a car park near to where my friends were so we could meet up. And the car park is next to a graveyard.
1: Ooh. And I was about,
0: I just said goodbye to my friend so we could get in the car and go meet her back on another estate. Mm-hmm. And just as we were about to cross the road, I bump into my neighbours with two of their children because the older one's a bit too old to trick-or-treat. And so we were talking and I was sort of saying, wow, you two look so scary. And I was like, you better bring me some sweets later. And we were having a little joke about sweets and stuff. And then I said, anyway, we're going to go over to um, that estate now, so like the other estate, and went across the road. And both parents looked at me and went, are you going to go through the graveyard? And me, quick as a flash, I mean, my comic timing was impeccable. <laughs> I looked at them and went, yeah, yeah, me and Ramona are going to do like a kind of Halloween ritual in the graveyard. And they looked at me. Like I was fucking insane. <laughs> they, like, I think it just goes to show what they must think of my family by the look on their faces. Because and they believed you like that. They 100% believed me. And I gave it a couple of seconds and went, I, I'm i not actually going through the graveyard. I'm going to my Skoda Fabia to dry. I'm not, ins- why would I-, I, who's going through a graveyard on Halloween? I'm not insane. This-
1: a graveyard on Halloween is all just goths having sex with each other. And I've got a
0: five-year-old. It's not It's not <laughs> happening. It's not appropriate. It's not appropriate. But the fact that they believed me, I think, says quite a lot about, um, you know, just my general being. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. <laughs> the looks on their faces, it was a picture. Um, so now I've said that, I think we should talk about the Halloween costumes that we wore as children. Yeah, I mean, we... Things have changed since the 90s, pal. Oh my God, they really have. I mean...
1: As a family, we didn't really do Halloween that much. Is that because you were big old Catholic big yeah. old Catholic people? Yeah, also mum referred to, I went trick-or-treating for the first time when I was like maybe eight or nine. Yeah. And but, Because before that, my mum was like, uh, I think trick-or-treating is begging.
0: It sort of is though, isn't it? Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. But it's acceptable begging, so you know. Yeah, so I swell of brother mom, would be fine with it. Do you think, oh my God, imagine if she banned trick-or-treating because it was like begging. I hope she does that because that might be enough to like, that would be <laughs> the straw that broke the camel's back because the whole country would go, um, absolutely not, Soella. No, <laughs> no thank you. Uh, that might be the end of her. Maybe that, oh, hang on, this checks out. If she were to announce that she doesn't think we should be allowed to trick-or-treat anymore because it's a form of begging, then by November the 5th, we can enough, up Parliament, enough uproar to actually do Guy Fawkes too. Mm. What do you reckon? Yeah, I mean I'm waiting. Soella, mate, I honestly I think kids that go and knock on people's doors on Halloween and asking for sweets is disgusting, isn't it? Suella, yeah, don't you think so? Lifestyle choice, lifestyle choice, unacceptable. Get it sorted.
1: We <gasps> didn't, fingers yeah. crossed for 2024. We did. We didn't really do it, trick or treating. I mean, the one trick or
0: treating I went out, I was a ghost. Was that just sheet over the head? Sheet over the head. Standard sheet over the head. Standard sheet over the head. Beetlejuice style. Holes in the the sheet. Mm Mm-hmm. Beautiful.
1: And then... Classic. Mum would do... So we did a few, like, little Halloween... Not a party, but, like, I'd have a friend round and we'd bob for apples in the washing up bowl. God, what a sad state of affairs. (laughs) And Mum would make... uh, Make mashed potato... Sausage, mash and beans, and she would wrap... A 20p up in greaseproof paper and put it in the mash. I'm sorry, but that sounds like child abuse to me. (laughs) And obviously, whoever doesn't choke to death is the winner. (laughs) That's amazing. And then we'd do the thing where we had like apples on strings, and we'd have to like. Basically,
0: your Halloween consisted of a lot, lot of apple-based activities. (laughs) That's so funny. Um so your your most notable was the
1: ghost yeah oh no one year we went to a family family halloween party i don't know if it was halloween or was it it was just fancy dress i can't remember but anyway me and my mum dad and brother went as the osborns oh that's cool
0: dad was ozzy mum was sharon that's very cool i was kenny Liam and was jack amazing have you got pictures of that yes you need do. to find pictures of that i would need to see that I yeah. hate to see that. I Mom don't... looked so good showing my book. I Osborne. bet she did. I bet she looked amazing. Oh, that's such a good idea. I love it. Um, I my, I don't have photos of the ones I'm going to say, but the most notable for me was my next door but one neighbour had a ha- Halloween party. And um, I went as um, roadkill. <laughs> <laughs> not, not an animal, a human roadkill. I don't know who... Who conjured up this idea? I'm guessing my father. Because I, he, he, and my dad did all of this for me, right? He, he painted my face white and gave me like black eyes like I was a ghost. And then he put loads of gel in my hair and scraped it back into a ponytail. Wow. And then he got a sheet, much like the classic ghost figure, but with a hole for my head to go through. And then he got a, his spare tyre out of the car, put oil on it and ran it over the sheet and then splattered loads of fake blood on it. And then I put it on so i just had like tire marks and blood on me Roadkill. and i was about eight Rosie roadkill yeah and i thought it was great i thought you're so clever dad <laughs> you are so clever dad thank you for making me this costume and now i look back and i think what's wrong with you but i can top it because when i was a little bit older and i had a bit more um kind of uh creative choices over my outfit mm-hmm. i decided that i wanted to go as a witch that had been hung Okay. So I wore like a weird—I don't know what outfit I wore, but I know that I had a cloak. I definitely had a big black cloak, and then like witchy outfit underneath. Yeah. But it wasn't like a standard witch's dress from a shop. It was clothes that I put together. So I must have looked like a state. And then I made my dad, maybe in the, to get him back for making me roadkill. I made him learn how to make a real noose out of rope, <laughs> and I wore it around my neck and went trick or treating. Wow. Yeah.
1: I mean, when I was about 16 or 17, I went uh, to a Halloween party at the
0: Cookie as Voldemort. So that... Pound shop Voldemort. That was the Harry Potter year, and that's the year I went as Bellatrix Lestrange, and I looked fucking great, and I tattooed myself, like, with pen, and I did the dark mark on my arm. I don't remember you as Voldemort, but you sent me a picture of this a few days ago, and it is absolutely genius. (laughs) I (laughs) know. For any of you that have seen um, either Drag Race or Glow Up, you know the bit when they start getting ready and they put the school cap on.
1: That's what you look like. But the cloak was great. My Nana made me that cloak. No one was, was, like... was looking at the cloak she made. <laughs> they were looking at...
0: I had a pair of tights on my head. You looked... You know, honestly... If you'd have come to the Harry Potter themed party and said you were Uncle Fester, everyone would have gone, <laughs> Oh yeah, that checks. <laughs> oh dear. I'm trying to think of other like um like adult dressing up that we've done. Like teen because there's the teenage years, there's the university years when you dress up. Oh, I did Mia Wallace a couple of times. Mia Wallace, yeah, that's a good one. I did I once went as half man, half woman.
1: Oh, I went as um the guy from clockwork orange
0: oh that's a good one one year. i did a very good queen of hearts one year um again no photographic evidence of any of these i think I, there is photographic evidence of me as the guy from
1: clockwork orange i'm gonna need to see that that sounds great i'm gonna find it for you that i did the makeup really really well the makeup was really cool. Stop.
0: Yeah, I when I was at university, I did a Wednesday before Wednesday was cool again, and mm. I absolutely smashed that. However, I remember one of the girls. So we tried to do like an Adams family theme, like the whole the group of us. Yeah. And one of the girls wanted to go as the hand. Hmm. So she wore she wore all black and blacked up her face apart from one hand. And now looking back. <laughs> That's, it reads a bit blackface, doesn't it? That's problematic, isn't it? Yeah. That's definitely problematic. Yeah. Um, so this is a really good point to question you on specifically, I'd say specifically adult, but we can uh-huh. kind of go into the sort of child costume arena. Which do you prefer? Um, like a silly costume or a very serious costume? Because the silly, you know, like when people dress up as like, I don't know. They'll wear like a stupid pumpkin suit, or they'll go as like uh a di- like the dinosaur, the T Rex dinosaurs. I love them. Or like a funny one where someone's gone as like an MP. I like you know what I mean? I like silly. You like silly. Uh, well, the
1: Voldemort thing would suggest that. <laughs> you know what I like? What my uh, what I aspire to do? You know, in Angus Thompson Perfect Snogging where she dress up as an olive. I don't know. At if the I've beginning that. of you've not seen that I don't film? Think I've seen oh that. my god, it is it's a classic. It's a classic. But she runs through the streets of Eastbourne. Dressed as an olive. In an olive
0: costume that to She's So Lovely by Scouting for Girls. Nice. nice it's nice. amazing. I've just remembered one year when I was a young teenager, my friend, um, I think, yeah, my friend Laura dressed as Alan Partridge when he dresses up in Alan Partridge as a zombie <laughs> with the nails, sellotape to his fingers and the shower curtain as the cape. That was amazing. Because... In, in anger songs and perfect smoking they're going to a fancy dress
1: party and all of her friends are meant to be dressed as hors d'oeuvres for a laugh cute so she's the only one she shows up in an olive costume yeah. one of her friends was meant to be pineapple and cheese on a stick yeah one was meant to be like a sausage roll or whatever they're all sexy right uh, and they they all turn up in like sexy yeah. dressing up outfits and then uh, her friend jazz says boys don't like girls for funniness georgia Oh, that's really sad, isn't it? And that's really sad. uh, I mean,
0: I'm single. I'm also fucking hilarious. So it reads. It does read, doesn't it? It does read. Oh, that's so sad. I prefer serious costumes. For myself, I think. I like
1: deeply, deep, like, like
0: really silly
1: or like extremely. Detailed, serious costumes. It's, it's
0: when, like, when people do serious, but they've not quite got it right. That really infuriates. Did me. I tell you the story about Raven? Have I told the story about Raven You's, on the podcast? You have told the story about Raven on the podcast. Yeah. Was that a, was that serious?
1: Or yeah, not, yeah, that, that was, was serious, serious yeah. but it was funny because we thought he was John was, Snow, so good.
0: but he was Raven. Um, I thought that I did serious quite well at the first kids' party that Beth did when I was Frida. Yeah, I think I did a good Frida. That was good. I think I think I was quite pleased about that. Um, but that was kind of um, overshadowed by Dave being a candy skull and making all the children cry (laughs) so thanks for that Dave Um, okay shall we discuss um, trick and treat trick and treating etiquette would you like to do an impression of all mothers on Halloween evening Uh, 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 uh. get
1: off the garden not on the grass only take one Get one for your sister. What do you say? What do you say? What do you say? I didn't hear a thank you. What did you say? Only
0: take one. One sweet, just one. What what do you say? I didn't hear a thank you. And then and then you then proceed to say thank you to them. Thank you so much. And then, careful, careful. Make sure you
1: look both ways when you're crossing the road. Careful. Mind mind. (laughs) Do
0: you want me to hold your bucket? No, you can't have another one. Oh my god. Oh, okay, Sinead's just showing me the the, um, clockwork orange. You're a sexy clockwork orange, Mm -hmm. aren't you? So you can do sexy and funny. You can do sexy and funny. You could do silly olive and sexy clockwork orange. Why not? Yeah. Maybe
1: I could be a sexy olive next year. Yeah, how would one dress as a sexy olive? Please Uh, talk me through that. A short olive costume with, like, stockings. What's a short olive costume? (laughs) Have a... a Paper mache, paper mache shell. Yeah,
0: because you know what's sexy is wearing something that covers all the bits that are quite womanly. Yeah, but then something like, that completely covers like, up like your boobs, fishnet stockings. Oh, that will make it sexy. And high heels. I think that will confuse some men. It a will inspire like,
1: a few regretful wanks.
0: It will <laughs> be a bit like mermaids, you know, like when. when like mermaids are supposed to be fit, right? But then when you really think about it, how are you fucking a mermaid? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's that. And do you think she'd smell a fish? I was I for what for a second there I had to think whether you meant mermaid or olive. <laughs> <laughs> Both. Yes, definitely. 100 percent Um what next? Oh, um, let's talk about pumpkin patches. Um
1: th- the whole, and it's, it seems to be new, the creating a tradition of taking your children to go pumpkin picking. I went pumpkin picking last year, and I had a fun time, mm. but I paid, like, £18 for three pumpkins. Oh, it's, it, it's insane. And I think most of them are just bought wholesale from, like, Morrisons and dumped just on a field. throw thrown on a field. You're not harvesting a pumpkin. Yeah. You're picking up a pumpkin where it's been placed in a field by a person, and yeah. the entrance fees for some of them are astronomical. Yep. You have to pay extra for like going in the corn maze and going on the rides and all that. Like it's so expensive, and it's so like it's so it feels to
0: me to be really plastic and manufactured. It's sold as like a really wholesome thing that you should do with your kids. Yeah, and then when you get there, it's freezing. You're like, the only thing that's wholesome about it is that you're in a field. Yeah, and everything else is orchestrated to make you spend money. Yeah, and it's. And I think for me, it's one of those scenarios where. You're literally paying so that you can take a photo of your kid with loads of pumpkins yeah. and put it on your social media. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you feel like you're a good parent because you've posted a picture of you, your kid in a field with pumpkins. With the pumpkins, yeah. When actually, it's a pretty horrific experience. I mean, it made me
1: feel really bad because I, I went pump- to a pumpkin patch last year and I did have a nice day. Like We were mm. with friends and we had a nice time. Um but I I saw a few posts about the waste that Halloween creates, or like mm. the the Halloween season creates, and something like forty thousand tons of pumpkin goes to waste. Wow. Wowzers. Yeah, and the other thing as well is like I might have been just in like great the Greater London area, forty thousand tons of pumpkin gets wasted, and that is like especially in a cost of living crisis. I mean pumpkin isn't a food that I particularly enjoy eating unless it's pumpkin soup. Mm. But it is it is our food. Yeah. And it's going to what? It it makes me feel I feel a bit weird about when I see people that make these big autumnal displays and they have like a whole stack of real pumpkins. Yeah. Are you eating them or are you just chucking them in the bin? And they they're just left to go to go yeah. to rot on yeah. someone's porch and it just like yeah like that is food that could have fed somebody i've done
0: that i did that last year when i got a few i didn't. i don't get ever get loads i'll maybe get didn't get any this year but um maybe like three big ones mm. max that's that's the most i'm buying because i'm not spending that much money and yes we will make we will make pumpkin soup. well i say we i'll make my mum make pumpkin soup with the innards of our pumpkin because she makes a cracking one but um i remember one year i did like uh, I'll draw on the pumpkins and i put glitter on one one year. Mm. And then I felt really bad because I was like, well, that's fucked that. I've just yeah. spazzed a load of glitter on something that I could eat and now I've got to throw it in the bin. Mm. No one can do anything with that. That's waste. It'll just rot. And I was really like, I wasn't I wasn't in the slightest bit disappointed that I couldn't get hold of a pumpkin this year because I was like, it's not actually, it's not necessary. Yeah. I and can dress my house slike- up without it. And that's
1: what means, like, off people that, like... Like, to get some pumpkins yeah, no, and, get, and, like, carve them really nicely because yeah. Beth had some really cool yeah. carved pumpkins yeah. at the Halloween party.
0: And I suspect that Beth will have used her innards to make a
1: pumpkin soup, I imagine. I, very, I imagine she will have made several
0: different pumpkin-based dishes that were all delicious but also, like, vegan and really healthy. It's really annoying, isn't it? Yeah. I wish I could do that. Same. Thanks, Beth. We appreciate you. We do appreciate <laughs> you.
1: But, like, yeah, I think... Getting a pumpkin to carve, which I want to speak about pumpkin carving because I think pumpkin carving is a great activity for adults to do together. What, without children? Without children. I don't think children
0: should be allowed anywhere near pumpkin carving equipment. I think in most households, the whole pumpkin pumpkin carving kind of routine is that you get the kids involved and then ultimately... One of the parents takes the pumpkin into the kitchen and carves it alone. yeah <laughs> nowhere near the children because it yeah. becomes first of all it's dangerous, second of all it's very stressful mm-hmm. and it's also very messy also yeah, and I am a, a fully grown adult mm. I cut
1: my a, a, I cut a fucking chunk yes yeah, disgusting out of my own thumb the other yeah. day that yeah. why would I allow my child, who has inherited
0: all of my clumsiness? <laughs> To hold a sharp knife. No, yeah, it's not. It's not on, is it? the The only thing I would say at this point, Sinead, right? Talking about trick and treating etiquette, mm-hmm. right? We didn't have any pumpkins outside our house this year,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but people still came to our door because I made like a altar in our windowsill, not for other people to see, for us to see. We like skeletons and pictures of family and stuff like that, and lights and candles, right? Um, but I think that must have like the light, the fairy lights and the streamers and stuff must have shown through the window, uh-huh. so people were still coming to the door for trick or treating. I was under the impression that by UK law, <laughs> I say law quite loosely, that you would you can only trick or treat at people's houses if there was a pumpkin on show. See, I don't think is that true for me. Or is that folklore?
1: It's not necessarily the presence of a pumpkin that denotes the. I thought it was of trick or treaters. I thought it, it is was the
0: presence of general Halloween decor. It's the, it's the presence of spookiness. Yeah, yeah, but we so we walked past some houses that had like autumn slash spooky wreaths on their doors but yeah. all their lights were off they were clearly not trick-or-treaters but they had like pumpkin style wreaths on their doors and i'm like well where do we stand yeah i feel like i'm in limbo
1: i know yeah i mean i do i get where you're coming from someone lay down some rules yeah come on government like i wouldn't knock on a door that didn't have some sort of spooky themed decor going on yeah, but, th- this but is... then if there is spooky stuff and there's clearly no one there like the lights are i mean darcy was not having that if they had a pumpkin, Darcy was knocking on the door, practically trying to break into the house. They they,
0: they knock so loud, don't
1: they? So loud! They're like so small. And
0: if someone's not immediately at the door... More banging. Again, bang, bang, bang. bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ramona was the same. Ramona and her mate Maddy, they were like smashing the doors and we were like, okay, and that's another bit of the mum etiquette. You're like, not too loud. Not wait for someone to answer the door. I don't know if anyone's in. Maybe we should try somewhere else. And then they come to... Okay, make sure you say (laughs) (laughs) trick-or-treat. What do we say when they open the door? What do we say? What do we say? Another
1: aspect. So there is the the etiquette of how you approach trick-or-treating as a trick-or-treater. Sure. There should be etiquette Mm -hmm. on how you approach trick-or-treating as the treater. The person in the house giving out the sweets. Yeah. Because... Most of the houses that we went to the other night, amazing. Fine. Some of the people were dressed up, giving yeah. the sweets, really happy. We you knocked on this one door. The door opens. Creepy music. There's a man in a mask with a toy chainsaw. And he just stared at the girls. Yeah. For an uncomfortably yeah. long period of time. Uh-huh. All three of the girls, two five year olds and a three year old, crying their eyes
0: out. Terrified. But I'm like yeah. If you can see that they're upset, you immediately knock that off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I understand if you want to do that to older kids, that's fine. Yeah. But they're clearly five. Yeah. So there was a house we went to, and they have, like, a big party every year, and I think they must have teenage kids because it's, like, a proper, like, house party. But they they dress everything up, and they leave sweets outside. Yeah. But you could... I think we knocked on the door anyway, and they did answer. But there was this... I remember seeing, it, like, this weird kind of, like, sh- almost like a shed on its side in the garden. Mm. And I was like, that's weird, but didn't think any more of it. The girls went to the door, they took the sweets, it was really cute. All the teenagers were like, ah, trick-or-treat. And then they left, and then we were walking up the road, and then we heard this almighty scream, and we turned round, and basically there was someone dressed up I think in a screen mask inside the wooden box. <laughs> and when people were going to the door, he was just jumping out of the box and scaring the shit out of them. Oh my god. No. But the difference was the people that were knocking on the door were older kids, they were like teenagers. Yeah. So this person had gone, I'm not going to jump out at 2 5 year olds because that's not realistic. No. That's not a kind thing to do. No. But I will jump out at these 12 year olds who've put a school shirt on and tied a knot in it and pretending to be a spooky school girl. Yeah fine fair game yeah yeah know your place treaters yeah
1: definitely yeah because i just thought like you can see these three clearly very young girls yeah getting visibly distressed yeah like the second you see them being
0: upset you take the mask off when you go, oh. and you go <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah also what well, i i don't know if i'm wrong to get funny about this but you know it tends to happen with like i found with like older ladies yeah who will like come to the door they're fine but then as soon as like the hands go in they suddenly switch and they're just like only take one you know when they're the ones saying yeah. no no oh please only take only take one they get all like sassy about it mm. and you're like all right pal they're only five yeah that really oh, that really annoys me yeah. even though i have also stood at the side going make sure you only take one <laughs> i'm like who are you you're not her mother i am <laughs> i've told her only one she's just excited." Um, so let, let's talk sweets, actually. Yes. Let's talk sweets. What do you think is
1: the best Halloween? What if you were a trick or treater? Yes. What would be in your ideal Halloween bucket? Just Skittles, I imagine. Uh, I'd have one
0: bucket of Skittles in one hand, <laughs> and then in the other bucket, I'd have. I like a Malwam. Oh yeah. I like a Fruitella. Mmm. I like Parma violets. I like the refreshers. I love bars the of refresh- refreshers. refreshers. I chuck a couple of chocolates in there, like a couple of Milky Ways. That sort I of thing. found chocolates to be thin on the ground this year. Me too. Me too. Very
1: low on chocolate this year. Loads of Haribo. Lot of lollies. Loads of lollies. Hate lo-
0: lollies. Lara, la lo- lollies. <laughs> it
1: upsets me seeing Darcy eat a lolly because she will not sit still
0: for long enough. And I just have visions oh. of her like shoving the lolly stick. Sinead, this, mor- this morning, <laughs> only this morning, so it's a Sunday today, mm-hmm. this morning, you know those like white lollies? The, like chalky ones. Yeah, I hate them. I the hate them. So one of those was placed on our side in our kitchen on a, a small piece of paper bag, half-eaten one, that had been there since Thursday um, because Ramona had maybe three licks of it. And I said, okay, I'm going to throw it away. She went, no, don't throw it away. I'll have it later. Three days later, I'm like, that's going in the fucking bin. Yeah, it's gross. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah, lollies. Can't be dealing with lollies. I don't want any lollies. Mowams. What's your favourite Haribo? Because I don't really like Star Mix. I like the Super Mix, the ones with the milk bottles in and the jelly babies. Yeah, Super mm. Mix are great. I really like the
1: mini giant straws. Oh, yeah, they're really chewy. Yeah, I yeah, love like, nice. like Giant yeah. straws are some of my favourite sweets in yeah. general. Yeah. But I love that the mini ones are just. Mm. Delicious.
0: We stupidly, we, Dave, stupidly, not stupidly, because we've got to eat them now. Stupidly. Massive tub of sweets, Halloween sweets from Lidl. Yeah. And it was like one of those massive round, like the ones you get in Costco. Yeah. But it was just full of those like jelly sweets. Mm. But they're like big ones with like, bit like the Haribo hearts, but Mm -hmm. loads of different colours. Oh, yeah. And he bought them, but he also bought a pack of like, you know, lollies and fruit tellers and stuff like that. And so, of course, if you're going to someone's door, you don't want to put your hand in a bowl of sweets that are, like, exposed. Yeah. You don't want them in your bucket sticking to all the other things. So all the kids that came to our door went for the ones that were wrapped up. So now we've got a massive fuck-off box of jelly sweets. Lola won't eat them. Ramona's got a bucket. (laughs) So uh, me and Dave's for the taking. Down for you and Dave. Oh, yeah. Yummy. Love them. I am such a sweet whore. I love sweets so much. I just think they're the best thing in the world. I, I'm really into like the
1: little refreshers, like the chewy bars.
0: Oh yeah! Do you like the blue or the pink? Mm. The blue. The blue. Mm. It's classic. Yeah. I'll take any. You know what I love,
1: and I've not had one for ages. I love a wham. Oh yeah, I like a wham. I'm thinking about yeah. wham. I, my mouth nom, is nom, nom. literally mm, watering. Wham, mm, wham, wham. You know, because when you get to like the green bit in a wham, it's like. Mm. Mm. I've literally just started salivating.
0: What? Are you, what's your favorite kind of like little chocolate? Oh, that you'd get as a trick or treat. Oh, I like a chocolate coin. I have to say, I
1: like a chocolate. Do coin. you like a
0: chocolate coin or a chocolate eyeball? If we're talking, oh seasonal. yeah, seasonal chocolate eyeball or
1: chocolate like spider, chocolate spider, whatever, chocolate whatever Halloween thing it is, chocolate wrapped up in foil. But every single Christmas, I get a bag of chocolate coins.
0: Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. My my mum rang rang me. <laughs> my mum rang me and said, um, "Now Rosie, um, I just wonder if I could run something past you." And I thought, "Oh fuck, what's happened?"
1: What's going on?
0: <gasps> Bear in mind, I am thirty five years of age. <laughs> my middle brother is 26. Oh god, that's awful. And my other brother is twenty three. They're both in their twenties. Yes. Yes. And I'm thirty five. And my mum rang me and said, I would like to run something past you. Yeah. Would you mind or would you be bothered if this year you and your brothers didn't get a stocking at Christmas? And I said to my mum, Are you fucking kidding me? I'm thirty-five. Of course I don't mind. <laughs> the fact you're to, having to run this past me like it's a really serious question just goes to show how seriously she takes giving presents. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I don't know if I'll get chocolate coins this year, Sinead, because I'm not getting a stocking. <laughs> how sad. Mm. Maybe I'll have to say to her, look, I've gotten over the stocking thing, but there better be some fucking coins. There better be some chocolate coins. <laughs> <laughs> better be chocolate coins. I still get an advent calendar. So from her I. and my grandma. Yeah, same. Madness. Absolute Madness um what else do you want to talk about let's talk about oh i want best case scenario what's your mm-hmm. dream halloween so if you've got uh unlimited money unlimited time um and you can do what you want with it how are you dressing up your house to be the best on the street what are you doing with it i would like a, like a cottagecore witch oh yes practical magic hocus poxy yeah
1: yeah
0: that's Lovely. and i wouldn't i would
1: have trick-or-treaters but i would have a party yeah, yeah 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 yeah. in which we were like potion making because i remember one of my favorite halloween memories actually was when back in ye old cookie days oh yeah when we did that it wasn't a it was like prior to the halloween party the harry potter one where i was voldemort oh yes i like, remember we that we did a, a night like a week before or something where we all like made potions oh i don't remember that and like made different like it was a kind of like a craft night there might have been a quiz or something yeah but my potion won the best potion of the night award and it was up on one of the shelves like where they kept all the booze yeah for ages after and that was such a good night. That's a good idea, isn't it? So I would do that, I'd like start it off being like a crafty potion making, like yeah. fun stuff like that, and then it'd just be like a party. Yeah. In my practical magic yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: cottage witch house. Yeah, that sounds good. Um I I've got kind of like one of two ideas. The first one is that I'd want to do it like properly, Mexican Day of the Dead, and like but do the whole house but also the whole outside. Have like massive like papier-mâché skeletons that are all dolled up. Like imagine Coco, the film, but outside my house. Yeah. And have like I I've got a playlist of, of course I have, Sinead. This is very on-brand for me. <laughs> I've got a playlist of like weird spooky Mexican music. <laughs> and is so that I've, the name of the name of the yeah, playlist? Weird. Me- well, there's this there's this band called the Meridian Brothers, which doesn't sound very spooky, but they do like. Weird, weird, spooky Mexican music. So it'd be all that sort of stuff playing out, and then I'd I'd dress up as like I'd be a proper skeleton. You know the one with the massive hat, yeah, and like a big bodice, yeah, and all of that. And I'd make it very much an experience that's just kind of, um, just explaining the kind of importance of the day of the dead sort of celebrations because mm-hmm. halloween here and in america it's all about trick-or-treating getting sweets mm-hmm. but in mexico it's really important because it's about remembering those that we've lost right yeah and i think that there's like really nice elements of that that i'd want to sort of get across
1: yeah i mean the roots of halloween the roots of traditional like well our halloween that we have now isn't traditional like English Halloween, it no, it's is, not right? like it's pagan like, Halloween, is it? It's imported, imported American, American Halloween, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Halloween itself, yeah, uh, like the the origins of it come from Ireland, yeah. And in I, I was listening, I was remember when I sent you the link to that Blind Boy podcast about pumpkin spice lattice? Oh yeah, that one i have still not listened to. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he was talking about like the origins of Halloween, and in Ireland they used to carve turnips not pumpkins oh wow so when obviously the famine happened and a a large proportion of the irish population moved to america so there's a very large like irish diaspora yeah yeah yeah
0: i've seen gangs in new york
1: (laughs) so one thing that they did grow in america I don't think they had turnips readily available, but what they did grow and they had in abundance was pumpkins.
0: Ah,
1: I see. So they carved pumpkins instead of turnips,
0: and that's why we have pumpkins... That's just that's just reminded me of my third idea. Not even got onto my second one. Third one: Sleepy Hollow themed Halloween. Oh wow! Oh yes, please. Yes. Oh my God! I want to wear the dress that, that dress. Christina Ricci wears in that. Are you a witch because you've bewitched me? Oh, stop it! <laughs> Back when it was acceptable to fancy Johnny Depp. Um, the set my second idea, I'd go full Beetlejuice. I would dress as Lydia. I in, think you'd make a better Beetlejuice, Rosie. Fuck you. <laughs> I would dress as Lydia in the red dress when she's about to marry Beetlejuice. Yeah. I would recreate the um, Harry Belfonte scene. Oh! Yeah. I'd do that round the table and get people to wear shrimp pants and grab people's people's faces. Um, I, I'd dress the house up, proper Beetlejuice style. I honestly think it's one of my favourite films in the whole world. Um, and I did see a meme the other day, which I thought was quite fitting, which was that... Um, at every point in a woman's life or I think it was every point in a goth's life and it also (laughs) applies to me you go from realising that you're no longer Lydia and that you're now the mum and you're (laughs) just shouting things about the aesthetic of your house (laughs) (laughs) and uh, you know all that sort of business I've also just had a great
1: idea yeah, um, for like a Halloween theme Mm. Halloween aesthetic Halloween aesthetic yeah have you seen the animated Anastasia movie? The Disney one? It's not Disney. Oh, the one that's basically Disney? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know the scene where Rasputin is, like, going down the spiral staircase and he's singing the Rasputin... He's not singing rah, rah Rasputin, but he's singing his big number <laughs> in the movie. And he's surrounded... like. And the backup choir are all, like, different types of bug. Yeah,
0: that's ringing bells. That, and I yeah, yeah, would yeah. be Rasputin. And then everyone else would be a bug. Yeah. That would be cool. And it'd be kind of, like, ugly bug ball. Oh, yeah. Because you could also... You could probably do the sim- a similar aesthetic with Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Got similar vibes, I think. Yeah. I would love to dress up as Oogie Boogie for Christmas. Oh, that would be a good one. That would be a good one. Um, I'm just thinking... Um not what's the other one for christmas like? for halloween, halloween sorry halloween halloween um i was just thinking then when you're talking about anastasia there's also something quite halloweeny about hunchback of notre dame yeah we get to be what's her name esmeralda esmeralda she is the the fittest of the disney princesses if you ask me she's not a princess she's a gypsy but she's the fittest she is the fittest also quite problematic that one of the songs in that is the what is he? Is he like a vicar or something of the of the cathedral? Yeah, and he basically sings a song about how Frollo. he lusts, lusts, like fire, hell fire. How much he lusts for Gypsy Esmeralda, yeah. and how he yeah. can't have her. And you're like, this is for children. yeah that's interesting, isn't it? That one,
1: like fire, hell
0: fire. Yeah, a bit wrong. Oh, another good one. There's too many of these. We need Sorry, to stop talking. In, just on the t- topic
1: of Hunchback of Notre Dame. Me and my friend Alicia used to be obsessed with one specific bit in that film yeah. where Frollo go, goes to Quasimodo, you are deformed. And he's like, I am deformed and you are ugly. And then he goes, oh, yeah, and I am ugly. Shall we start singing that to each other every time we sing each other? Me and Alicia
0: used to just sing it to each other all the time. I'm really glad. I am so so glad that you have and then got he goes, I am your only friend. There's something about female friendships that like female friendships that started in school. Yeah. I would define I would like to put this out to the audience listening and I want them to tell us their versions of this. Because your version is that you are deformed, yes, I'm deformed, right? All <laughs> female friendships that started in a school yeah. have got the section of something from a musical.
1: Yeah. Because my version
0: of that is, Now, Prisoner 24601, <laughs> time's roles your roles begin. You, you know, know what, what that, that means? Yeah. Yes. It, it means, means I'm free. So every, every female friendship from a school has that. Yeah. I need to know what the pupils are because that's great. Love
1: it. There used to be a guy that worked in Firebug and he served me my drink one time and he had... 24601 tattooed on his arm wow and i was like why did is is you that marry him a tattoo? <laughs> i literally oh, i was really drunk so i physically grabbed it, yeah. his arm i was yeah. like is that a name tattoo he's like he is, of course it fucking is he's what else like, would it be yes i was like it's
0: not a very subtle reference isn't it? <laughs> not subtle enough for you wow <laughs> Oh, what a musical! Um, we should move on. We should. Yeah. Let's talk before we go. Let's very quickly talk about Bonfire Night. Yes, I do love Bonfire Night. Uh, let's talk about Guy Fawkes.
1: Fascinating story. Oh yeah, um, uh, it's one that I really do think should happen again. But it should actually work this time. Yeah, let's let's make it happen. <laughs> um, I fucking I love. I love bonfire night. It's one of my favourite nights of the year. Yeah. I love the smell. The smell. The smell of
0: bonfire night on the air. Delicious. That is one
1: of the the harbingers of autumn.
0: And also I would say like the harbingers harbingers of British autumn, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes me feel like it does make me feel patriotic, but not in a Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not in like a I Union love the country. Jack. Yeah, all that shit. It's more like a kind of... This way. is quite... Um, it's more in a Morris dancer way than a yes. Union Jack way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what I mean. It's a, folk, it's a folklore kind of, yeah, the yeah. oldie Britain. And I
1: love how confused Americans are. I know. By,
0: by Bonfire Night. St- I remember telling a guy... Um, when I lived in Australia, um, I remember telling a guy the Guy Fawkes story, um, and he was just... Blown away, like he was like this sounds like a Disney film, and you're like no no this is something that actually happened. No, this, is a, a, this, this is the real history of my real, real country. Yeah, yeah, like just completely just thought it was wild. It was like a you know like a nursery rhyme. It's yeah. Mad. Um, can I tell you what Dave said to me the other day? What did he you went say? he he we were talking about when Bonfire Night is, mm-hmm. and it's actually today. As remember, we remember the fifth yeah. of November. We were talking about that, and Dave went, Ah, oh, I thought it was the ninth, and then he said. Then he said this. He said, remember, remember the 5th of November is a stupid rhyme because it's not the month you need to remember, it's the day. And remember, remember rhymes with November and not the number. (laughs) Was Dave having a stroke when he had this kind of thought? (laughs) The face you're giving me now is exactly... What I was doing when he said that, I was like, what are you talking about? Is he like, well, I just thought it was the 9th then. What I need from that rhyme is for something to r- to rhyme with the 5th, not November. <laughs> I know! I know! Thanks for backing me up on this, Sinead. Insane,
1: right? This is the most fucking ridiculous train of thought I've ever heard. <gasps> and lest we forget, on holiday, I was talking about a man that I fancied, and my reasoning was he has curly hair I have have curly curly hair
0: hair. (laughs) equilibrium
1: and that that, that was meant to communicate to Rosie that we would make a good couple because we both have curly
0: hair both have curly hair, yeah that that
1: reads the extra funny (laughs) bit about that is that my five year old child had word for word the exact same realisation about Bobby Brazier in Strictly last night
0: I just, I really love that for her. I look. I mean, it it makes sense for her to say something like that. For her to say, "I have curly hair." The man on the telly has because curly she hair because she's five. Because she's five, you are not five. <laughs> you are a smart girl, <laughs> and you're still saying shit like that. Love it for but, you. But he
1: has curly hair. Yeah. And I have curly hair.
0: Wowzers. I, I have eyes, and He's he has Eyes. eyes. <laughs> So that must mean we'll fall in love right, right yeah. surely oh god anyway bonfire night i want to talk about guy fawkes because i again this is another thing i feel really patriotic about in that every single primary school across the country for all of time yeah we have been taught around november november the 9th or fifth of november <laughs> <laughs> november november the fifth of remember who knows i don't know what that rhyme means But we are all taught at a young age Mm -hmm. about Guy Fawkes and his plot to blow up Parliament, which I find hilarious. I think it's really funny that we kind of put him on a fire to, to like, we set fire to him in a, how dare you try and blow up Parliament when all of us are thinking. (laughs) Yeah, we're like, oh, fair, fair play, mate. Fair play that's why we have a day to celebrate you yeah. we don't we don't call it remember remember the day that parliament nearly blew up it's remember remember the 5th of November it's Guy Fawkes night Yeah, we're remembering him the man that tried to blow up parliament because yeah. what a great guy and I
1: think back then it was like oh we could have
0: set fire to him Let, but, we're now we're like, like, yeah! but now we're like yeah Guy Fawkes Guy Fawkes um, but what I love about it is every school everywhere for all of time are shown children are shown Guy Fawkes ex- Guy Fox's signature before and, and after, after torture <laughs> and that that like it's image, seared into my memory it's it's yeah it burnt on my retina it's a fundamental core memory for me I could it's that and Oxbow Lakes like they're my <laughs> two the two things I remember from school um I, c- I could probably that draw that now. Pathetic fallacy from English. Pathetic fallacy. Oxbow Lakes. Fawkes' signature before and after torture. Yeah. I could I could write that now and it would be Bob on. I love it. I love this idea that we should get matching
1: tattoos. One of us gets Guy Fawkes' signature prior to torture.
0: Yes. And the other one gets it after. After torture. So what I want to know. That's she... actually a fucking great I, idea. I would, I'd do that. I would fucking do that let's do it let's do it what i want to know though is why primary school children need to know that (laughs) are being taught what a signature looks like after you've been tortured what's the reasoning can you tell me please why that's on the curriculum and why it's always been on the curriculum i don't know it's weird isn't it yeah because it's it's supposed to be like it's about history right Mm -hmm. that's fine why did they need to see what his signature was like after he'd been like hung drawn and quartered it's insane (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely insane. Just like, why do we need to be taught what Oxbow Lakes are? Because, like, I've never come across. Also, one. why are we being taught at the age of like seven
1: the intricate details of what involved, what is involved in being hung, drawn, and quartered? Yeah, it's a bit dark, isn't it? Yeah, it's a little bit dark. Yeah, it was like, okay, so he got hung, but then he got chopped down before he died, <laughs> and then he got fucking tied to four horses that all got stretched right yeah yeah G- all got sent off in different directions so you
0: stretch like stretch arms and then they and then they I don't I I mean no mental. wonder no wonder we've all got mental health problems <laughs> right that's what we've been taught in <laughs> primary school yeah also the other thing I've just thought of another one another core memory uh huh um, what happened to Egyptians before they became mummies exactly <laughs> massive metal pole up the nose to pull the brains out why are they teaching children this yeah but i was obsessed i was
1: fucking obsessed with that fact yeah me too and i still think about it all the time (gasps) is it your roman empire (laughs) the ancient egyptians are one of my many roman empires i love the ancient egyptians
0: i think they're my favorite ancients (laughs) They are my favourite ancients. <laughs> um, I think we should top, stop talking shit now. Uh huh. We've covered most stuff, haven't
1: we? Yes. Okay. What's your love of the week? My love of the week is the Mitford
0: sisters. What's the Mitford sisters?
1: So the Mitford sisters were uh, there was six of them. And they were around in, like, the 20s. And they were the daughters of, like, uh, aristocrats. And mm-hmm. um, I, I, The reason they're my love of the week is because the eldest sister, Nancy, wrote two novels uh, called The Pursuit of Love and Love in a Cold Climate. And I come back to these books every autumn, uh, yes. like, every autumn-winter, and I read them again. And I, I love them. They're, like... They're novels, but they are kind of known to be loosely autobiographical mm. and i find the dynamics of their sisterhood to be so interesting like they are my roman empire Inter- i've never heard of this before it's a, like so there's nancy the eldest yeah uh she's a, a famous novelist um infamously terrible tasted in men is this real life or the story? Real life. This is real life. Okay. Then there's Pam, who is the boring one. No one. Really. I was going to say Nancy. Great name. Pam. No, no one cares such. about Pam. Yeah. There's Diana, mm-hmm. famous beauty, married to Oswald Mosley, leader of the UK fascist oh my party. Oh god! Yeah. Yeah. And then we have Decker, who Decker. Uh, Jessica, nicknamed Decker, who is a communist, who is a ardent, staunch communist. Yeah. We have Unity. Oh, wow. There's who, a lot of them. Unity Valkyrie Mitford was her name. Amazing. And she was a fucking Nazi. Wow. Like, close personal friend of Hitler. And then there's... Uh, Imagine Christmas dinner with these girls. There's Debo, who was a duchess. She married into the heir to Chatsworth House. Oh, yes. Um the six of them, and they had a brother as well. But the brother went to war and died, and also is not isn't really relevant. Boring, boring. Um, and I have just ordered a new book about the Mitford sisters because I think about them a lot because they were so posh. Like they never went to school because it was yeah. back in the day where the boys would go to school and the girls would stay at home and they yeah. had governesses and blah blah blah. Yeah. What's what I find really interesting is that Decca and Unity the communist, and the Nazi, hmm. shared a bedroom.
0: It's mad, isn't it? And they drew
1: a line down the middle of the bedroom <sighs> and one half was decorated in hammers and sickles with a bust of Lenin and the other was pictures of Mussolini and sw- swastikas everywhere.
0: Wow. Where, what were their
1: parents doing? Their parents were um, just like aristocrats, just rich
0: wow i think their dad
1: was a lord or something like that but i i think like they there's letters there's a book that i've got of letters between the mitford sisters yeah and it's wild it's wild because although there's (laughs) extremely differing Mm. political leanings and things like that and that you can still so clearly feel that like love and tenderness for each other
0: mm.
1: and it's wow i just i find them absolutely fascinating there should be a film made about them right there
0: should be should we write it yeah yeah let's do it that's great wow uh well that puts my love of the week to shame because mine is uh... and i also
1: listened to an episode of uh, the rest is history podcast oh, yeah. about Unity about and the nazis yeah and that's very interesting she tried to shoot her on the i believe it was the day it was announced that germany had lost the war mm. she shot herself in the head nice but the bullet was not like it wasn't a, a heavy enough bullet
0: yeah
1: so the bullet just kind of ricocheted around it didn't kill her but it gave her permanent brain damage oh my god wow that's what a story mm-hmm. and there's a rumor that she um had Hitler's love child as well. Christ, I would very much recommend listening to that episode of
0: Yeah, Michael, the it? rest
1: of the rest is history. It's very good.
0: Yeah, sounds great.
1: And anything that you can find out about the Mitford sisters, they are eternally fascinating.
0: Definitely better than the Roman Empire, if you ask me.
1: Yeah, it's this is what makes me like. I don't have any sisters, but I always wish I did have sisters. And yeah. if in an ideal world, I would have loved to have like a. A gaggle of girls, like yeah, yeah, yeah. four or five yeah. daughters, just to see how they
0: yeah. interact with each other. That's why I was, I was like secretly quite pleased when I found out Lola was a girl, is that I was like, oh, they've got each other now.
1: Yeah, they've got sisters. They've I got a sister.
0: I don't have sisters. I have bloody brothers. They're lovely. They are lovely. Um, I'm not complaining. But yes, sisters. Wow. Okay. My love of the week is um, Birmingham soft play. <laughs> um me and Beth went to Birmingham to restock our shop shout out Red brick Birmingham best shop in the world um and we took our small children with us and we thought it'd be nice to give them some um, time not stuck in a pushchair whilst <laughs> in a shop so we went to the so- I don't even know what it's called but it's the soft play that's like directly underneath the bull ring and it's on like is it I want to say Mosley Street car park? or something streetcar park that begins with an M. Mm-hmm. The soft play there, six quid for both of us to be in. So oh, wow. six quid for me and Lola. And it was great. So really, really cheap. Um, and they we didn't eat any food there because we didn't have long enough to go, but they were like racking out nuggets and chips and burgers and pizzas like nobody's business. And it was so cheap. Yeah, so cheap. So, if you're ever in Birmingham, and I take it there wasn't a giant uh, Mount Doom there either. There was not a giant Mount Do- there was no like scariness going on at all. There was no scary Mount Dooms, there were no like people in vests with um daggers, <laughs> and there was no like weird people dressed up. Like, it was just standard soft play, uh, with like proper soft play food, mm. but like it was so cheap. And that's was, good, like, that's what Great. you want.
1: Yeah, some of the soft plays are so expensive. I know
0: when we like got there and we were like, oh, just like you know adult and child and she's like six pounds please and we were like what huh eh do not compute (laughs) um yeah amazing well done birmingham uh what's your loathe of the week my loathe of the week is cold sores i've got one i've got one too yay
1: cold sores are the worst i hate them because i've been really tired and yeah. really like yeah. i was ill yeah and then i went on holiday yeah and drank constantly yeah and then i went out and drank constantly yeah um and i've not been sleeping enough and it's the change in the weather yeah i've got a cold sore and it's been upsetting me all week yeah i went to the shop to buy some zavirax to yeah. put on my cold sore this is not product placement for zavirax it cost me nearly 10 pounds
0: Almost 10 great British pounds, dear listener. It's really annoying because it's one of those situations where it is the only one that works out of anything else. Yeah. But it's nearly 10 pounds. It's but disgusting. just
1: I, because my, it started, I felt the tingle on Sunday. Oh, that
0: tingle is the So worst I knew it was coming, feeling.
1: but there was no, there's no chemists near me that are open on a Sunday. Yeah. So I
0: was like, oh, I'll just wait till Monday morning. It was too late. Yeah. So too, just, yeah, 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 too late. Once you feel that tingle, if you don't get Savirax on it, as it tingles, you're fucked. Yeah and then you've got a full-blown cold sore and now i'm all scabby yes yeah, disgusting and the scab it's like the hot the feeling of having a cold sore is like the worst and then when it scabs over it's like okay we're over this now but that scab keeps coming off and then like covering over again mm-hmm. and it's like the scab will come off it'll start pissing blood and it's just and you've got a bloody scab on your lip all and it, the time oh. it's on your face yeah, it's like it, it always comes out of your lip as well and onto your... Oh, it's yeah, just, I, I mean, I it. usually,
1: if I get cold sores, I usually get them on my bottom lip. And I get them like here. Oh, God. It's either there or here. And I get them in this mm. one of two places. Yeah,
0: I always get them on my top lip. Awful, awful, awful things. They're so painful. Mm. And Who invented cold sores? Hideous to look at. Pricks. Mm-hmm. Uh, my oath of the week is fireworks. I love fireworks. <laughs> I do love fireworks and I love bonfire night, but I also have a dog. And um, she's been okay this year so far. I mean, fingers crossed for tonight. But sometimes if the fireworks scare her enough, she will shit herself. Um, and that's not fun to clean up. So although I like bonfire night, I think we need to get back to the old the Guy Fawkes bit, the bonfire. Let's concentrate yeah. on the bonfire. Less of the fireworks. I love Less a, of the big bangs, I love please. a bonfire. Oh,
1: the just... warmth
0: of a bonfire... None of the shitting. <laughs> Please. But I have a
1: dog as well, and my dog has literally never cared about yeah, fireworks. Yeah, but that's because your dog's clapped, and he's got better things to worry about. <laughs> no, but even before he was clapped, didn't care. He was Some just, dogs
0: don't. He'd Some just go outside lying. and bark at the sky for a few minutes, and then yeah. come back inside. I mean, and Dobby barks fine. at the sky when there's no fireworks, so, I mean... <laughs> Um, yeah I think it's one of those things where it's like you, you get kids and dogs and you start going I don't know how much um, I like fireworks
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I do like watching them they're lovely sure the smell great sublime but it's then the aftermath of that it's like oh, my kids going to fall asleep actually the kids have been fine yeah it does. it's, it's, it's fine. More, I'm more I do worry about dogs because i know how much it can frighten them you know what i mean some
1: dogs really
0: really hate it yeah like, really hate like it. i've seen some dogs and they're like shaking with fear and that makes me sad and i don't want to do that to dogs no so fireworks i feel like i don't know i think the problem is i'm quite biased towards fireworks because it's like if you're having a big display and it's really fancy to look at go ahead but if they're the shit ones in your back garden yeah they're not worth pissing it. me off mate yeah pissing me off not worth it and also really dangerous also very dangerous. I love a sparkler.
1: Oh yeah, like a sparkler. I love a sparkler. Yeah. I didn't get any this year, actually. Maybe I should have done. But I love a sparkler. Um, but when I was younger, my dad, we were, we were at a firework party, a bonfire night party, yeah. and they were doing fireworks in the back garden, and the firework fell over, and my dad had me on his shoulders and had to fucking run into the house with me yeah. on his shoulders Yeah. and nearly got, like hit by a firework yeah like it's it's too easy to have those kind of accidents if you're going i think fireworks are amazing if you're going to an organized display of them wonderful um but i really don't think they should be selling them to uh, do at your own house at my college there are too many stupid people that is the problem yeah
0: at my college when i was a teenager um every every halloween uh bonfire night sorry um kids would buy fireworks and throw them at people at break time set them on fire yeah set them off and throw them at people every year (coughs) every fucking year that's insane yeah it's because i'm from quite a rough area apparently at our school there used
1: to be some really weird goings on at our school but there was no lit fireworks thrown at other students
0: oh yeah it was pretty bad i always remember having to like run away from fireworks (laughs) but there we go um let's stop talking now we've talked for too long uh, please buy tickets to our live show, which on the third of December. Tickets available at the link in our bio on our Instagram. We really needed to buy tickets. So the, like we're low key quite anxious about it, aren't we? Yeah, we really do want
1: people to come. So and beautiful. it is going to be good. It's going to be really
0: funny. We've like structured a whole thing.
1: Yeah, and I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, it's not going to be us just talking at you. No, there's going to be like there's skits. Yeah, there's. Uh, Interviews. Interviews. There's going to be reviews. There's audience going participation. Audience participation.
0: All sorts of different stuff. Um, you'll see us making fools of ourselves. It's it's literally a show. This yeah. is a podcast where we talk into a microphone. We don't want people to think that we're going to just do the same for our show. It's a mm-hmm. show. It's a structured show with yeah. stuff happening. Yeah. And it's going to be really good. And I'm quite excited about it. Me too. I have bought my dress. I've not bought mine. Very excited.
1: Let's leave it there, will we? Yeah. See you next week. Bye. Bye.